Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Fortnite CrossFit Podcast. We have episode number three with Kate Grice, where we talk about some do's and don'ts of your New Year's resolutions and how to help you guys uh, be more successful with those. So enjoy. All right, episode number three of the Fortnite CrossFit Podcast. We have Kate Grice here again today, and we're going to talk about some New, York, uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, some common reasons why they don't work, and then some good ways to help you guys um, set up yourselves for success with your New Year's resolutions. So thanks for being here, Kate, again, number two. Thanks for having me. We should be old hat at this now, right? Right, yeah, getting pretty good at it. Um, so first of all, like New Year's resolutions, it's kind of a joke that people, you know, start out hot and then within two weeks they've already given up and quit on them. So let's talk a little bit about some things, um, some common things about why people don't make it with their resolutions. So at some point, everybody's going to fail their resolution. I really feel like um, once they fail it once, they're done with it. Oh, I can't do this. I can't be organized or I can't eat healthy or I'll never get a bar muscle up because I didn't do it in that first two weeks. Um, A lot of people are instant gratification people. So once they're not seeing anything or nothing's coming to fruition in that first two weeks to a month, they're over it and moving on. Right. So a little bit of mindset, a little bit of planning. Um, it's, I think the, the, the quote from Mike Tyson is one of my favorite ones I like to think about with that. It's everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So everyone has this grand plan of their New Year's resolution and how it's going to go until something goes wrong, until one of the kids gets sick or, you know, the car breaks down or whatever. Um, and then that, that, uh, that New Year's resolution gets tossed out the window. So a little bit of planning, not just planning for your success, but also planning for your failures and what, what that would look like and uh, that type of thing. Um, so not having that in mind going into it, not having a really set out plan for sure, I think is, is one of the more common pitfalls. Um, what about, what else can we say about like mindset, um, going in, you know, kind of visualizing your goals and that type of thing? Well, exactly. With a resolution, it's I'm going to change myself. And with a goal, I feel like it's I'm going to work towards something little by little, little by little all the time. And so once you've become that mindset of I'm going to give myself little markers throughout the year. So at the end of the year, I've made this great goal rather than I've resolved to only eat fruits and vegetables and lean meats. And the third day there's pizza you're you're going to lose that and so your mindset is always going to fail you i feel like willpower will always fail you i always talk i read something earlier today it said you need an awful lot of willpower to do intermittent fasting and it's like well then nobody should be very successful at that because willpower fails everyone at some point yeah right everybody has a bad day nobody's perfect for sure um i think a lot of it too a lot of your failures and stuff, people get on like a, the extreme plan too. Like mm-hmm. they don't have experience, um, experience setting those goals. And, and like you said, goal more than resolutions, but they don't have experience of setting that and working towards it. So they'll set maybe an unrealistic mm-hmm. goal or they'll try to do like something to the extreme. It's like, you know, I haven't watched my diet or done anything like that, but I'm going to try to do keto for this year or whatever. That's going to be my New Year's resolution. Well, keto is like a very, very mm-hmm. far end of of dieting it's really something that's kind of hard to get into so it's not a great place to start really so I think experience plays into it a little bit and being able to more map out your goals and have a better starting place versus starting and trying to start at the finish point 
Um, and as far as mindset too, like knowing your why and why you're doing that goal, why that's your goal. It's not just, you know, I want to lose weight. So why do you want to lose weight? Um, I think that's an, that's important to get in, to get in there too. So people don't really think it all the way through. It's just, you know, something that they do kind of haphazardly or, or almost on the spot versus okay. thinking it through and sitting and writing it out. And I think it's kind of played out to to a point where people are like, oh, that's that's my goal without having any sort of plan to get to it. Um, you, know, you talk about goals at work. You talk about goals for your family. You talk about goals for CrossFit. And that's great, and they're pie in the sky. But if you don't write it down and get some sort of plan to it, then like with our nutrition, I always say, okay, let's set some goals. If you don't set those goals and you come back to me in 30 days and say nothing happened, and I'm going to say, well, what did you want to happen? Okay, let's try it again, this time with some intermittent goals and some short-term goals and the long-term goal planned Mm -hmm. out, written out. Yeah. That works better. And when you have those short-term goals, whether you make it or not, it gives you you information where you can make an an adjustment if you need to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, so that's like some common pitfalls and stuff. Let's talk about um, some stuff that we've seen uh, that's, that's helped people be successful or kind of a good way of doing it. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so some of the stuff that we've already talked about, obviously, but uh, not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Ben Bergeron did a really good job with this on his podcast and in his book. I know we've both heard, heard the episode and, and read the book, so... Um, he came up with an acronym. You hear a lot about like SMART goals and, and acronyms for goal setting, but he came up with one, um, which I don't even think honestly is his. I think the first part of it is from another book, mm-hmm. um, something about positive thinking. Uh, but anyways, he added a little bit to it, but the acronym is WHOOPI. Um, the W and the H are included together, so that it's wishing and hoping. And with wishing and hoping, it's um, envisioning what you want, which we kind of talked about a second ago, but envisioning what you really want, um, why you why you want that, and why it's important to you, and kind of what your grand vision is for that. So the wishing and hoping too, it can be anything. It can be CrossFit related. It can be um, nutrition related. It can be family related. Um, but writing it down and getting that WH knocked out of the park before you go on to the next part. Well, you hear about and to go back yeah. to that real fast. Yeah. Any sport you hear about, like visualization, you know, LeBron James envisioning himself before a game, like making all his three points and three pointers and all that stuff. So, a lot of athletes do it, do visualization for their sport and stuff. And you can utilize that for the, in the same way for your goals. So, seeing yourself as, as successful, what that'll look like when you are successful, um, it really helps like drive it home and get to the heart of like the issue or what you're trying to achieve there. If I could just visualize myself excelling at the salt lake, then yeah, it might be even it's gonna, better. Yeah, it's going to be helpful if mm-hmm. you can give it, envision yourself getting on there and just cranking out twenty calories like Zach does. Um, that would be that would definitely be helpful, better than you know envisioning the opposite. Um, the next part of that, so we've got the W and H out of the way. Outcomes. The, that's the first O, and this is where you can kind of use the SMART goals, um, that old acronym inside of this one. So SMART goals. Uh, it's specific, measurable, attainable, and relevant and time-bound. So all things that, yeah, you can talk about SMART goals. I know you know about those. <laughs> we do, I do love um, a good SMART goal. So 
like specific measurable specific i want to do a ring muscle up measurable how will i measure that i want to um, when i get over the rings and i press myself out that's a measurement i achieve that goal um, achievable yes i had shoulder surgery but that was two years ago now i feel comfortable being able to do that um, relevant is it relevant i mean i know um, we talked about butterfly pull-ups the other day and you said, okay, is this important? Is it relevant for you to be able to do butterfly pull-ups with all of these um, anchors in your shoulder or can you do kipping proficiently? Yeah, I can do kipping proficiently. So is butter are butterfly pull-ups relevant? No. Uh, time bound, okay, I want to be able to do a ring muscle up in six months. So you have to knock out all of these things um, to be able to create that SMART goal. Um, which is, is super important that you can look at it all the time and um, keep it in your planner or your bathroom or wherever. Yeah, it, it just helps you with really writing out um, and thinking out what, what that goal is and what that look, looks like. And for me, like, I loved your example of the ring muscle up. Like, I always think of the stuff as like weight loss because that seems like it's the, it's the most common one. Mm -hmm. So people are like, you know, they email me or whatever mm -hmm. or they email the gym and it's like, I want to lose weight. And it's like, well, how much weight do you want to lose? Exactly. Exactly. So it's not, I want to just lose weight. That's not, that's not specific enough. So you need to be specific with a, an exact number. Obviously, that's measurable by the scale. Mm -hmm. Is it achievable? Is it realistic to lose 60 pounds in 30 days? No. <laughs> no. Not, not <laughs> in a healthy way, no. at least, for sure. Um, and keep it off? No. Yeah. yeah. So it needs to be something that's achievable and then relevant. Um, yeah. Relevant. Why, it, why would it be relevant? Like, okay, I want to be able to run with my kids. I want to be able to um, live longer. I want my, my heart to be healthy. Those are all of those relevant things. If you're like, uh, I mean, I just want to look good. That's Well, I mean, I think it is you know? relevant too. Like if, if it's me, you know, and it's, do, should I, is it relevant that I need to lose 60 pounds? Like, is that uh, realistic? No. Yeah. Um, so it needs to be relevant and realistic. Um, for your life and like what you're looking to achieve. I mean, what you're writing down in the wishing and hoping portion, like it needs to be aligned with that. So that is irrelevant to what you're wishing and hoping for this ultimate outcome to be. Mm -hmm. um, and then time bound for sure, you need to put a date on it because that's, that's what keeps you honest and keeps you accountable really. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so there's our outcome. We really look at our outcome um, using the SMART goals in, inside of the, the acronym, the WHOOPI acronym there. Next is O is obstacles. So let's talk about <laughs> obstacles. Obstacles. I think mentally for everyone. Everyone has a mental obstacle in their way, um, as well as physically, the way they live their lifestyle, the way their habits are formed, um, both of those things together and really pointing them out and giving them a name and a space to flush them out is really important. Mm. Um, you know, obstacles, I use me specifically all the time because that's the best story that I know, um, or I, the story I know the best. But um, obstacles, okay, I can say, yeah, I want to do a home-cooked meal every single night. Well, that that's great, but my obstacles are I work at the hospital. I work here. I want to work out. I want to hang out with my son. Is a home-cooked meal every night really, like, that's an obstacle. I've got all of these things going on. So... Um, really flushing it out and giving it a name and keep asking what those obstacles are is super important. I think if you spend the time, yeah, I agree with everything you say, but I think if you spend the time 
thinking about your obstacles in the beginning when you're setting all this stuff up, then you can develop a plan on, on how to overcome those mm -hmm. too. So it's yeah. it, you, with your example of cooking a home or having a home cooked meal every night, it's you know that you're going to have some obstacles. So what can you do going into this thing to know how how to better like overcome that obstacle? You can, can free, you do meal prep. You yeah. can do turkey burgers so that you've got it a little bit done, so that it's fresh or it's fresher um, when it's time to cook it. All of that. Yeah, stuff. with healthy eating for sure, it's like having some stuff stockpiled in the freezer or getting you know some mm -hmm. of those meal prep, uh, like the ice age meals, the mm -hmm. frozen ones, or and throwing those in your in your freezer because it gives you the chance when you do it when that problem does happen. Like you, you are busy and everybody's busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, when stuff really goes wrong, when we get a flat tire or whatever coming home and you don't have time to come in and like make your home cooked meal, yeah. well, you've got that stuff in the freezer. Like you already have your backup ready to go. So um, it's in like, there's a book called The Four Hour Work Week with Tim Ferriss too. And that's one okay. of the exercises. It's not just like envisioning all your successes. It's in, it's what could go wrong. Mm -hmm. And you know, fear setting, like what's, what stands in my way of me achieving like these, these goals, whether it's, you know, losing weight, healthy, healthy eating or you know what stands in my way of running a four-hour marathon it's like well what if it snows one day that I'm supposed to get up and run 10 miles mm -hmm. like envision what you're, you're gonna do there like the obstacle that you're gonna overcome well I'm gonna go run on a treadmill or something like that um, just having that plan ahead of time is gonna make you or having having the honest conversation with yourself about the obstacles mm -hmm. before gives you the chance to do that and that leads right into the next one which is the plan so the next acronym is the plan. What's your blueprint for success? And then what's your blueprint for when you fail? Mm -hmm. um, because everybody does. Mm -hmm. And so I, like with the nutrition challenge, we had the, the blueprint to fail. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm just going to be the same throughout. And then in the last couple of weeks, I was like, nope, you're going to get tens every day, fives every day, blah, 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 blah. And then boom, Friday night, we put our dog to sleep and we yeah. slept four hours. So if I didn't have a plan to say, okay, it's okay to stay home from the gym today. You don't, those points are important, but not as important as taking care of yourself that day. Um, and having that plan to fail, while it was a failure to get the points, it wasn't a failure for life. Yeah, and it, starting with a plan just gives you, gives you somewhere to go too when things don't go right yeah. or when you need to make an adjustment. So. If I'm if my goal is to lose weight and I have this plan of this is what I'm going to eat and I'm you know two weeks in and I'm not where I want to be on my I'm not like in my smart goals I'm not at my uh, at my time bound place I'm not where I want to be then what kind of adjustment do I need to make to get there yeah, so you can it. yeah you can make an educated decision or an educated change of direction based on you know what you've already done so mm -hmm. uh, blueprinting success and failure um, that having your plan and is obviously is going to be a big part of it mm -hmm. so that the the whoop part there that's the part that's uh from the book that i referenced earlier um, and then ben burjohn added the i and the e on the end there um, and those are more uh, they're both kind of obviously related and i think it just he liked making the acronym sound a little <laughs> more fun uh, make it memorable right the i is i'm the kind of person who so this is more like visualizing um, more mindset uh, oriented type thing so I'm the kind of person who gets up in the morning and runs in the snow for that last example that I used if, I, if the marathon is what I, what my goal is I'm the kind of person that when it get, gets up I run in the snow even if it's running or 
if I know that I'm going to have a busy day at work, I'm the kind of person that gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning and goes to the 5 a.m. class. Mm -hmm. um, so setting yourself up with these statements of I'm the kind of person who, it just, it pushes you for those days that when you, you roll out of bed and it's snowing and you don't feel like getting up, you've already thought to yourself beforehand, I'm the kind of person that does get up and do this. Mm -hmm. um, and like we said, all the obstacles that could come along, when you've, when you've planned out and wrote out your obstacles, and then you can go, I'm the kind of person who does it in spite of these obstacles, mm -hmm. or I'm the kind of person that overcomes all these obstacles. So I think that's really cool add-on to it for sure. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. And then the last part, the E, is execute. So <laughs> you can talk about everything, and you can have the greatest plan in the world, but if you never get started, nothing's ever going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing's ever going to happen, and nothing's ever going to change. Exactly. So you can plan. You can kind of plan yourself into a into a corner where you never never get started. At some point, you need to start and just get the ball rolling, and then figure it out. Like we said, you can make those adjustments if you have the plan. You can make an adjustment if you need to. Mhm. Mm Always. Or if you get in, you know, if you have a crossfit plan and you get injured, okay, how do I work around this? Like my plan may have altered, and I may have to revisit this. Um, because we've all at some point or another tweaked something or hurt something or needed a, a major surgery. But um, just kind of making sure that you're revisiting it over and over and over. Yeah, absolutely. And um, some accountability with it too, like get other people involved with it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you write out all this stuff, you know, show it to your spouse or post it, you know, post it in your, there was something that Stephanie and I did last year. We wrote down uh, each of our individual goals our goals as a family and then our goals as a business and we posted them in the house so mm -hmm. like they're in our closet like we see them every day like this is my, what my goals were or are for the year um, and it's a good reminder and it keeps you accountable she knew what mine were and I could tell what hers were mm -hmm. and, you know we could talk about that so uh, yeah and you have a you have a really good relationship too so picking picking somebody that you're that will support you and will talk you through things is is I think important, but you have a very strong marriage and that works really well for you guys. Yeah. So <coughs> pardon me, picking that that person is important. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to mm -hmm. be your spouse or any, or mm -hmm. like that. That's just the example, you know, that we went through. Yeah, absolutely. So another one that I liked, uh, th this is also from Ben Bergeron too, is he talked about when you're going through this, like, you know, if my goal is to, to work out five days a week, it's when you do it, like you have a calendar when you do this, like mark a big X on it. Mm -hmm. So you can see like I accomplished that. And then pretty soon, like you have a month in front of you and this calendar, something that you're looking at every day. And it's got all these big X's on it where you've accomplished what you needed to accomplish. And it's very satisfying and very like driving to, to push you, you know, to finish those goals. And so I really, really like that. That's really been helpful for me as well. Mm -hmm. Any other like quick tips and stuff that you got? Well, kind of back to the telling somebody, um, I wanted to, did want to take a couple seconds. Our class um, after the open, which is, you know, like CrossFit New Year, <clears throat> um, it wrote down, I, I took 10 minutes at the end of class and I said, write down your top five goals. And every time somebody achieves them, I keep an Excel spreadsheet and I highlight those, those goals. And so when talking to somebody that can help keep you accountable, a coach is absolutely somebody that can do that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, hey, I remember that your goal was butterfly pull-ups and hey, this workout's a really great time for you to be able to practice them. Um, or hey, I know that you really wanted to climb that rope. Let's focus on climbing halfway up that rope instead of 
sometimes when, you know, with your goals or my, my goals, you're like, ah, oh, not today. But if you've told your coach about it, they can help encourage you towards those things too. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree. And I've tried to be actually better about that. Um, even so far this year about asking people like what their goal is. And we've done a lot of weightlifting so far this week. And, uh, you know, I've asked people in the beginning, like yesterday with the snatch, for example, like, what's your goal today? Like, what are you trying, what are you attempting to hit? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's good. And as a coach, it's, it's good to know what they're looking for. And even if they're not, maybe they haven't thought about it yet, but mm-hmm. when you ask them the question, then they're going to think about it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you it gives you information if they have thought about it, and it gives them information or makes them think about it if they haven't. Absolutely. Any other good stuff? Well, I just want to add on a side note for nutrition um, that planning to fail part is is super important, and planning on days that you don't know maybe you're going to put your dog to sleep, or maybe somebody you had a really terrible day at work, or maybe you got fired, like. Those are all life things that happen to all of us. You can't bulletproof yourself against what happens in life. It's going to happen. So make sure that you really plan for that and know, um, hey, yep, this happened and I went out and had pizza, but next day, right back on that train. And it's okay, and we're going to get right back on it. Yeah, and I mean... Falling off for one meal or one day isn't, isn't a big deal. You have another 364 days, mm-hmm. you know, to achieve what you need to. Um, everybody fails. I mean, no one's oh, yeah. perfect for sure. Like even us in the in the nutrition challenge, like we didn't. Neither we one of us were scores. perfect. So um, couldn't beat you though. But yeah. I tried. It's. I think it's. I was going to go down a rabbit hole there for a second and I pulled myself back. I think it's just my ability to eat the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, you and your brother over and over. Um, Yeah, so Mm -hmm. thanks for being on here. Thanks for talking with me about this. Uh, I'm sure we probably could have gone on for a long long time talking about it, but I know it's something that we're both interested in and we both like to talk about. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, thanks for being here with me and I hope everyone enjoys it.